welcome dear riders to the good biker podcast and i am your host the good biker mascot and today's episode is a special one we are diving into the thrilling world of cafe racers a genre of sport motorcycles that took the motorcycle scene by storm in the early 1960s cafe racers are all about speed style and rebellion and their origins are deeply rooted in british motorcycle culture so what exactly is a cafe racer well it's not a factory made bike it's a standard production motorcycle that's been transformed and optimized for speed and agility cafe racers are all about the minimalistic aesthetic and they often feature low mounted clip-on or ace handlebars and rear set footrests owners of cafe racers were known for stripping away anything that they considered non-essential things like side panels rear chain enclosures and those voluminous mud guards the cafe racer movement was closely associated with the rocker or torn up boys youth subculture in the urban areas these young riders would hop on their cafe racers for quick rides between popular cafes like london's iconic ace cafe in post war britain owning a car was still a luxury but as the economy improved young men found themselves able to afford motorcycles instead of using motorcycles for family transport they embraced cafe racers as symbols of speed status and rebellion the cafe racer trend did not stay confined to britain it made its way across the pond to the united states where british motorcycles were already a major market in fact it wasn't until 2014 that journalist Ben Stewart recognized the cafe racer as a European style that would be appreciated in America. Now, let's talk about what made these cafe racers stick. Owners would often tinker with their bikes, making them lighter and faster. They would fit clip-ons or dropped handlebars, allowing the riders to tuck in and reduce the wind resistance. Some cafe racers even sported half or full face riding style fairings for the extra touch of style the modifications did not stop at handlebars though cafe racers might have had swept back pipes reverse cone megaphone mufflers tt100 developed tires and large carburetors often with inlet trumpets instead of air filters and the dual seat well that was often swapped out for a solo saddle As cafe racer owners became more adventurous, they started experimenting with different engine frame combinations. One famous example is the Triton, a homemade beauty with a Triumph Bonneville engine snugly fitted in Norton feather bed frame. Then there was Tripsa with a Triumph engine in a BSA duplex frame. And let's not forget about the Norwin, a Vincent V twin engine. in a feather bed frame or the bikes with racing frames by Rickman or Sealy major motorcycle manufacturers like BMW Norton Ducati and Yamaha did not miss the cafe racer wave they responded to the demand for ready to ride cafe racers creating bikes that captured the essence of this iconic style Triumph for instance released the Thruxton R a modern take on the classic Rev cafe racer 
Ducati also jumped in with their Sport Classic series, which ran from 2006 to 2009. Although the cafe racer craze has been replaced by superbikes and ADVs, still there are a number of factory-made cafe racers available in the market, like Continental GT by Royal Enfield, Wittpillen by Husqvarna, and Truxton by Triumph. And here is an interesting twist. The cafe racer influence isn't limited to two traditional combustion engines. Electric motorcycles have also embraced this style. Take for example, the TC model of Super Soko, commonly referred to as a cafe racer. One thing that ties many cafe racers together is their design foundation. You will often find clip-ons handlebars, a flat alignment of passenger seat and gas tank, and spoked wheels, all contributing to the distinctive cafe racer look. So, there you have it, the thrilling and rebellious world of cafe racers. From their humble beginnings in the cafes of London to their global popularity today, cafe racers have left an indelible mark on motorcycle culture. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, keep the rubber side down and throttle wide open. And remember, do the right thing.